Happy, happy Wednesday, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of the Success Bug Podcast. I am your host, Jeremiah Washington. I am joined today by my co-founder, Marcus. Every other week, we break down the net worth of a successful celebrity or entrepreneur. We break down their story, how they built their massive net worth, and how they were able to make it all happen. In the beginning of the episode, Marcus will try to guess who the celebrity or entrepreneur is. With a few different facts I'm going to give him, I'm really bad at it, but... I will give it my best swing. So without further ado, the celebrity that we're going to be covering today is Kyle Forgard. Please enjoy. It's it's been a bad day for me. This morning, I I didn't even ask for this. Like, I Mm -hmm. literally, it's not like I get my hopes up as a Jets fan. I just, you know, I I take whatever gut punches come to me and I keep, I get back up. Like usually they're not that bad, but I just Mm -hmm. expect them at this point. But today I woke up, I didn't wake up. It was the morning time and I got a text from one of my friends and he was, it was literally, you know, Adam Schefter. He's like, he's like plugged in on all the, you know, trades and and happenings of the NFL. Like anytime something happens, like he's the one who reports it. So apparently the Jets and the Dolphins were in deep talks to acquire Tyreek Hill as like one of the third top three wide receivers in the NFL it would yep. immediately change everything. So the, for the next like three hours, I'm just like glued to my phone, like starting to convince myself it's possible. Mm-hmm. Not three hours. Honestly, this happened in the span of like an hour and a half, maybe all of a sudden, like an hour hits and then just tweet after tweets. Like, yeah, it looks like he's going to the dolphins. looks like he's going to the dolphins. Dolphins are in the same division as the jets. So it's like, yep. wouldn't have been, wouldn't have even been a big deal if it was like any other team except for maybe the Bills or the Patriots. It happened to be the Dolphins, and he chose the Dolphins. And literally just as quickly as my hopes, it was literally a matter of like 67 minutes. <laughs> just pain I didn't ask for. Like, I, I didn't need it. Like, I, I didn't ask for, like, why? You know, Bro, why was it? you're a Jets fan. That's why. It's, why was it even? did it to yourself. I'm and surprised Tyreek was even in between those two teams. You would think he'd want a career. And now he's in between the Jets and the Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins are just as bad. Okay. Uh, the, the, I won't, maybe I'll, I'll be honest. I'll be fair. They're probably better than us right now, but yeah. we have a better future than they do. I can't, I can't fault him for going to Miami because come on. Like I get it's that Miami. part. I get that aspect is Miami. Yeah. But, but still, man, like for it to come down to just these two teams, like the Jets have never had a player that good ever. Yeah. And just as quickly as my hopes were there, they, they were dashed in a matter of, of minutes. I'm praying for you, but bro. On a very similar note, have you ever wondered what the net worth of not? <laughs> <laughs> no. We should do Tyree Kill next, man. He probably made a uh, this, bag going there. This is another person I have I've literally never heard of in my entire life. Um, uh, he's he's a, he's a younger dude. It's definitely new money. Okay. Content creator. TikTok guy. Don't think he's a TikTok guy. He might be now, but he's more known for being a YouTuber. Okay. Is he, you said he's a young guy. It, like, what's his ethnicity? Is he white, black, Spanish? I believe he's white. Yeah, he looks white. But YouTube. I found out on 23andMe that I'm 10% Italian last week. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> okay. Um, so he's white adjacent. Um, he's a TikTok star. Canadian, Canadian. Yeah, Canadian. Um, no, you said not 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 TikTok. Uh, you said is he one of those guys YouTube. who's part of like a group? Yeah, YouTube. Is he like 
part of like the something boys? I I plead the fifth on that one. No, nah, because I feel like that's the guy. <laughs> it's uh like um is this what's Kyle some shit? <sighs> I feel like I'm starting to just give too many hints. <laughs> I gotta find I gotta find like a sweet spot for like the hints. Like I, I feel like I gave like nine. I think when I don't know the person, I assume that nobody else does. It's a very narcissistic way to look. (laughs) Nah, but I mean, like to that point, I just, I have to edit all of these. So like I've read every single article on the website. So like, there's always like some remnants. Like if you give me enough details, because if you said no to that, I would have had to start going like the gamer route. But like, and then there's like this guy, like Faze Rug, who I remember who was like a YouTube dude. And then like Jake and Logan Paul, but that's it. Faze or Faze? I always wondered that. Bro, I've never, like, all the people who are on, like, our social media page on the website, I've never heard of them in my life. Like, outside yeah. of, like, the Kardashians, like, every, all the, because I don't watch YouTube like that. So I just yeah. don't know any of them. That's what we call, like, new money, like, for real. Yeah. Like, this is, nah, literally, this is people just becoming rich off of YouTube full time and just yeah. making their entire careers, just making, content and and, and, and doing them. silly shit yeah honestly good for that what do you, what is his net worth you probably know i would guess very low single digit millions very low that's yeah. that's awful right 1.5 <laughs> million yeah poor as hell <laughs> <laughs> realistically speaking that's a crazy amount of money to be making for youtube or just for mm-hmm. like not having a you know a business of any sort like that's just yeah. awesome um he's best known for being one of the founders of nelk i believe it's called yeah, the Nelk Boys. That's, the that's Nelk what I was Boys. talking about before. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was actually born in, when I first read this, I thought for some reason it said Mississippi. It's Mississauga, Ontario. Oh, wow. He attended Ryerson University and he actually wanted to study film. But during college, he co founded Nelk. And I believe that is where the shenanigans began. He posts like pranks, vlogs, promoted his brand. It was called Full Send Entertainment. Uh, he was a good student, but felt that school wasn't a good fit for him. And he wanted to commit himself to create content full time. And he ultimately dropped out of Ryerson to put all of his energy and focus into Nelk. And it ended up being one of the best decisions of his life and career. And it allowed him to garner the success that he has today. It's such a crazy, uh, I mean, I feel like becoming a content creator is probably it's one of those one of the hardest things to be able to drop everything you're doing for because it's it's almost like as outlandish as telling somebody that you're you know dropping out of school to like be an actor or a musician or something like that it's yeah. it's that out of reach for you know in most people's minds i mean yeah i mean it's kind of what we're doing right now like just creating kind like we know firsthand yeah. how it's very different you know we're not like yeah. out here like doing pranks on like taxi drivers, but it's like the same concept where it's just like you write content or you video, you know, tape your content and you hope people watch it. And enough people watch it. A brand will be like, Hey, can I pay you for every visitor or for every view you get? But it's a wild thing to under, to like understand someone else taking that path. Cause you know, just innately, if you really want to make it as a content creator, you're talking about millions of views every month. Yeah. Like that's yeah. like there's, and I think that's why people laugh at it because to be an actor, it's like, you're either an actor in Hollywood or you're an actor and a part-time bartender. It's like, there's yeah. no in between There's yeah. no nine to five acting job, just how there's no like nine to five content creation. Like you're either getting hundreds of thousands, it's not millions of views every month or, yeah. you know, and doing it full-time or zero or less than that. And, you know, getting pennies. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand why there's like so much pushback or people laugh at so many content creators. Cause you know how outlandish it sounds to be like, yeah, a million it, eyeballs on my shit. 
it's kind of messed up too because it's it is possible you know to people uh, do it all the time to, like have i mean like you said like the bartender actor thing or bartender content creator thing yeah. like because obviously most of your time needs to be spent making videos and then doing mm-hmm. all this stuff to actually make it but it, it's it's sad because it's it's like I've, it, it's such a big stigma that probably isn't true like there are probably people out there who have become content creators like just doing it on the side and mm-hmm. it became something feasible for them and they're like all right like, let me just like before it was something crazy for them to do, you know, like before they were quitting their job and just poor and yeah. barely making ends meet while they're making content. Like, it, it, I feel like it's is a, is a negative stigma around it, that it doesn't need to be the case. Like, no, it, like you hear about stories like this guy and he dropped out of school. And I feel like everybody assumes that, like, you have to drop out of school to do something like this or like, oh, I can't do that. Like this guy. Just, you know, he, he literally just dropped out of school, made videos every day and got lucky. How about you just like try to start somewhere small Mm -hmm. and just do some stuff on the side and see if you even like it or see if like, you're getting any type of traction to begin with. No, for sure. It's not like this all or nothing. I have to quit and do it. Like people do do that. And those stories I think are more entertaining to be like, oh, Sylvester Stallone. I know he's in a good example of this. Like he refused to take a nine to five job and he was writing. Yeah. Cause he said like, if he ever got a nine to five job, he felt like he wouldn't have the passion anymore to like become a writer and creator and an actor. And maybe yeah. that's true, but like, there are so many stories that aren't like that where it's like, okay, I have my nine to five job and I just dedicate an hour every single day towards my passion. And over the course of four years, I'm able to scale that passion up into something I truly love, but yeah, that's yeah. not like a sexy story, you know? <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, this is the people. definition of a sexy story. Exactly. So this is why we're covering it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's story. why we're here, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, but no. Was I it you who told me about Sylvester Stallone? I feel like, like I had just literally heard that story. Like, and I feel like it was when we were in Williamsburg or when I was like walking there. Yeah. Like, was it? Were you like talking about that for some reason? Or I, I forget. I'm. I know. I bring him up very often. He's like my go-to example for anyone who's like yeah. so one-minded and like what they want and achieving their dreams. Like, he's like, if you ever want to listen to like a really good video. There's like one, if you type in Tony Robbins on Sylvester. Oh, yo, that's, that's what it was. Yeah. I was listening to Tony Robbins. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he he was talking about this. He was talking about Sylvester Stallone. Exactly. Yeah. That that's the one that I listened to. And I was like, wow, this dude was just different. Like he knew what he wanted. He got it. He sold his dog. Yeah. um, All that shit. And he, so he ended up selling his dog for like pennies. Like I think he sold his dog. My Wi-Fi is trash right now. No, no, no. You're good. Um, he sold his dog for like $25 or something like that, maybe $50. Yeah. And then he bought it back from the dude after he landed Rocky. He yeah. got $30,000 for Rocky and turned down like an offer upwards of a third of a million dollars. Like they offered him $330,000 for the rights to Rocky, but he refused to sell the rights to Rocky unless he could star as Rocky. Yeah. But they were like, you're funny they're looking. Like, you, you don't look yeah, good. Looks- yeah. They're just like, there's no way we're going to catch his Rocky. And then after he turned down their offer of like third of a million dollars, they came back and they were like, fine, we'll offer you $30,000. Um, and that, and then points in the movie, because if it fails, we need you to fail with us. And yeah. yeah. And so he took it. And the first thing he did was he went to the liquor store that he sold his dog in front of and waited out there for like three days. Like he went there every day for three days and then saw the owner and went from offering the owner like a hundred dollars initially to like $15,000. Yeah. Like oh, half yeah. of the, what he got for Rocky. exactly. And yeah. he got a part in the movie <laughs> and he got a part in the movie, bro. Like, and yeah, it's crazy. It's just like literally just a story of determination and like knowing what you want and not stopping until you get it. Yeah. Yeah. See like that. I can, I don't, I don't want to like dump on 
this dude for a guard. I don't even know who he is. Like, so like, I'm sure he works hard for it. <laughs> for sure. But it, it's like, you look, you think of like, I guess it's because Sylvester Stallone is like a, an American treasure. So it's like, you know of him and his story yeah. a little bit more than this guy, mm-hmm. but he's like, I guess, I guess content creators these days have a very dislikable aura about them because people are like, you're just lucky. Like, how are you even there to begin with? Like, fuck off. You know, like, yeah, I, um, I think there's a lot of hate baked into people who make it full time as a content creator. Yeah. Just overall, just because everyone's jealous of them. And then yeah. also, I think the type of content that these people post, it's like, <laughs> it's like pranks. And, it's exactly. Yeah. You're like, oh, like grow up or whatever. And I think they're saying grow up because like yeah. these people have grown up. And by grow up, I mean, like they got a nine to five and a mortgage and kids and shit. And yeah. they're like, yo, you're my age. Like you shouldn't be. So I think a lot of it is like them portraying like jealousy and hatred towards content creators. Because as much as I like I understand why the hate is there. I'm also like any normal person would trade lives with these people in a heartbeat. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's no question about that. Exactly. Exactly. So as much as I mean, maybe say for like a few people who like, don't like spotlight, you know, don't want anything to do with anybody looking at them. But I think anybody else would probably be like, okay, yeah, of course I would do that. I'll get paid millions of dollars a year to be myself and just record myself, have fun with my boys. Like, yeah, you know? Yeah. And honestly, I mean, like they didn't become viral until he pranked police officers by telling them he had Coke in his car. Yes. I remember that. And he, he had like actual Coca-Cola. Right. Yeah. And then the officers assumed he was referring to cocaine. They searched the car and it was Coca-Cola bottles and the officers actually laughed at it. And the video had over like 40 million views. And just after that alone, they gained like four, they gained like thousands of subscribers. So that's, that was like their big break, but literally is from them pranking somebody oh um, for sure and he's not as big as you know somebody like mr beast who is another person i didn't even know who they were until like <laughs> a couple months ago but he still has over 7 million subscribers on his brand continues to expand um but his net worth is 1.5 million but them as a uh a, a group are making over 70 million dollars a year yeah, yeah which makes me think he must be worth more than 1.5 million dollars because if he's like one of the, what's interesting about content creators is you don't really own the rights. Like if we had a business that was worth $70 million and you know, you were an owner, you were a 10% owner of it. You'd be worth $7 million because that's a business that you can sell as a content yeah. creator. And you're the content. You can't really sell that. Like no one can really buy his group because it's him. Like he can't yeah. step away from that. Like if he steps away from the business, the business isn't there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I would just think if they're making $70 million a year and he's one of the original founders, I, would assume he's paying himself more than I would assume he's paying himself millions of dollars a year, which makes me think his net yeah. worth is higher than that. But who knows? You know, it is like a all you can do is like your research and your estimations. But it, I would guess that this number might be a little low for him. Yeah, I mean, his assets could be a lot different than like how much he actually gets paid, and it might just be that he doesn't own that many assets and stuff like that. But yeah, um, but yeah, also like you said, it depends on how many people they're actually paying. Like they could have like a team of people that at this point. Like with yeah. that 70 million that they're paying, like they could have like a marketing team for all we know. Yeah. You know, they like, might have like a $65 million overhead, you know? Yeah. They might have then, like a little like staff. Exactly. Yeah. So who knows how much of that they keep after they make that 70. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's really Kyle Forgard. I mean, these are getting progressively less impressive, <laughs> but <laughs> like covering like Dan Pena last week to like, yeah, Kyle Forgard. The, the the only substantive thing I said today was that he pranked 
police officers by lying about cocaine being in his in his trunk, which turned out to be Coca Cola. So, uh, yeah, I wish that was the way that we could blow up on this, but I don't think that's going <laughs> to happen. It, I mean, hey, we can probably figure it out, though. Might not yeah. have to be police officers, but we just got to find someone who we can prank into getting us a few yeah. million views. I think I'll, I'll I won't take my chances with pranking cops. I'll, I'll stay away from that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if we have the color for it. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that's uh, the smartest thing in the world. But yeah, I mean, the key takeaways for Kyle Forgarder. He realized early that content creating was what he wanted to do, and he would not tolerate doing anything else. Like as a result, his worth is now a fortune. So obviously, <laughs> we could be a little bit of a broken record here, but it would be best to just try your hardest to achieve a goal. Like focus on one particular thing. Life is too precious to not go after the thing you love. So go get it. And obviously, second is be creative. Um, his biggest video ever was a clever play on words, and the idea was highly unique. And out of the ordinary, but that's why it was such a huge success and it jump started the channel into stardom. So I think outside the box occasionally, you know, like don't box yourself in with the things that you're trying to you're trying to, you know, pursue. And it could lead to the big break. You never know. If you don't give yourself a chance, I guess you never will have it. I guess you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take is one of those cliche yeah, quotes that is so thing. true though. Like yeah. It's it's true though. Like it sounds it sounds funny, like because people like repurpose that to, to mean other things, but mm-hmm. it's it's true though. Like if you don't ever like shoot your shot, like it'll never materialize, it'll never have a chance to materialize. Oh yeah, no, for sure. It is very, very much so. You have to go out and you're probably gonna miss a lot of shots, but it's like the one yeah. that you hit. Like that that Coke video definitely wasn't <laughs> his first video. Oh yeah, it was, of course. Not. It was the one. It was the one that blew him into stardom. So like you never really yeah. know unless you put up enough shots, and hopefully one of them is like your lottery ticket. Yeah, that's the one that did it. I mean, yep. Good for them. You know, they're they're not Probably. the only. They're not the only. Uh, <laughs> not the only story out there of people who make it like this. But. He's just out here shitting on these. <laughs> That's just so funny. It's like these dudes are worth millions of dollars, and it's like, yeah, it's not that impressive. I'll be honest. This this type of this type of stuff kind of bothers me sometimes. I'm just like, <laughs> no, I get tell. I've never seen someone like be like so, yeah, so many backhanded compliments. Yeah, like, right. like, well, good for them, I guess. You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, I wouldn't do it, but if, if yeah, it couldn't be me, but <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, never, bro. What <laughs> beneath me? I, I just I like people like David Dobrik and like stuff like this, like mm-hmm. who just literally just mess around and make millions of dollars. I know they had to work hard, but it's always just like, like a lot of people don't have the ability to like act a fool and make millions of dollars to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's something people just don't have the ability to do because I mean, you can say that about a lot of things, but they might have yeah. to just like put food on the table and they can't afford to like tank their, their public profile by just, you know, farting on camera all day. Yeah. On, well, it's, a, it's on, definitely a younger man's game or younger. Yeah, game, for sure. You know? Yeah. You can't be 35 and trying to tell officers you have Coke in your car. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like, yo, you work at Enron, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> that's a terrible, <laughs> terrible. I don't even think they're coming. You'd literally get emailed by your boss and then like an hour. Yeah, like. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So like, you definitely a younger man. If you're going to do it that way, you can be, of course, be a content creator in your thirties and forties and twenties yeah. or whatever, but you can't, as you said, make it some like fart video. It has yeah. to be like an educational bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, it like, you could, you could mess around. Like a lot of people on like TikTok mm-hmm. and stuff mess around and have full-time jobs, like lawyers and stuff. 
But for them in particular, they're like, they're like in the David Dobrik tribe of super goofy, no chance that you'll have an actual job in the real world because of what you've done, which is fine because they don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. This has to be what you're doing. Yeah. Which is nice though. My like last caveat would be like, what's nice about it is like, if it doesn't hit, people will probably never find out, you know, like if you start a YouTube channel and your thing is like tripping old women who cross the street and it's like, you only ever get seven views. It's like, all right, you did something crazy out of pocket, but like no one ever noticed it. And it's like, if it does blow up and it's terrible, like, you know, tripping people or some shit or like going into restaurants and saying like they're serving pigeon, like you will do the radar. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's like, I can see where the argument could be like, if you don't blow up, you're fine. If you do blow up, you that's just like now your full-time job you don't need yeah to five anymore. like you have it also kind of forces you to work at it i guess you're like well i guess yeah. this is it now like exactly yeah yeah, yeah no i can't i can't, can't, can't apply at... to h&r block now so. no, no 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 you're done bro <laughs> but that yeah that's kyle foregard i mean again no more no more backhanded compliments congrats on the success little bro uh, i'll talk to you soon um i'll hit you up when it's when it's time but <laughs> You know, obviously he had to learn. He had to learn his stuff from somewhere. So that's that's exactly. really it. You know, he, he don't worry. I feel like he'll keep growing. He'll be on our level one day. Yeah, appreciate you, man. Bye.